You're listening to The Brand Builders Lab, episode 31. Welcome to the Brand Builders Lab podcast. We're learning how to create an epic brand, find the right marketing strategies that work, and building your business is a constant evolution, classroom, and lab. Each week, we'll be diving into all things brand and marketing with special guests and solo episodes to help you build your business brand and big idea. Well, hey, hey, welcome back to the podcast. I hope that you are having an awesome week and if you are in Australia we are in the middle of school holidays so if you're listening to this surrounded by kids I I hope you are coping and that you are having a great holiday and some downtime. Now this week we are talking all about learning to value your own voice and this is sort of something that's come up because of a number of different instances and conversations that I've had, which I'm going to dive into in a minute. But I felt like it was a topic that I really wanted to talk about because I do think that as business owners, it's really important to learn to value your own voice, value your experience, your knowledge, and what you're here to do and who you're here to serve. Because if we're constantly questioning ourselves, then obviously that can really impact our ability to impact others or to take our message to market. But before we dive into this week's episode, I hope you got a chance to listen to last week's episode, which was my interview with Lisa Messenger on Risk and Resilience, which is her new book. And I am going to be giving a book, that book, away to somebody who leaves a review on iTunes for me. So I did want to read out a couple of new reviews and just a huge thank you. It does really mean a lot to me for those who take the time to leave a review. I get lots of messages over Instagram, direct message, um, saying that people have really enjoyed the podcast. And I would love you to go and actually leave a review because it helps others to find us. So Emma, Franklin Bell, fantastic insights and information. Sue serves up wonderful mix of solo shows and interviews. You'll learn, be inspired and also discover new ideas for your brand and business. This is a wonderful show for entrepreneurs looking to truly create a strong brand. Emma, thank you so much for that review. I really appreciate it. And then Bart Weatherman, great podcast for women in business. Thanks, Suze, for a series of motivating, energetic, and interesting podcasts. I look forward to every every new episode and can't recommend these enough if you are in a new or established business. So thank you so much for those. I really, really do appreciate it. And I really appreciate you taking the time to go and do that. So now if you want to get your hands on risk and resilience, and I will send it anywhere in the world, if you leave a uh, review on iTunes, I will randomly be picking somebody and then announcing that winner on the podcast the week of the 8th of October. So this uh, show is going live on the 27th. So we've got next week and then it'll be the week after. So you've got time if you're listening to go and leave a review. I would love your feedback and obviously share it with anybody else that you think would get something out of it. So today we're talking about how you can learn to value your voice, share what you know, and get more confident being the expert in the room. So recently two things happened that kind of brought this particular topic up for me. Firstly, somebody who I love and who has a podcast in an episode 
Uh, and when they started, they kind of said, today I'm going to share five quick tips on this particular topic. I'm going to be quick because I know you're busy and you don't have time to listen. Plus, I don't want to bore you. <laughs> so that was the intro. The second thing was that I was listening to Amy Porterfield's podcast, Marketing Made Easy. If you don't listen to it, make sure you do. It's the one podcast I listen to every episode of. Uh, And she started the episode, this is before she got into the key topic and, you know, all of her great tips. She started the episode and took quite a bit of time. I'm talking like a good five minutes to talk about a program she was an affiliate for and that she was promoting, what she loved about it, why she was promoting it and what it was all about. She wasn't rushing. She was really taking her time to go into detail. And I listened to the whole thing before she actually kicked off that particular podcast episode. And I was really amazed that normally when it comes to selling something, talking about our products and services, even about our business, we seem to rush. We seem to want to get through it. We kind of fumble through it or we just you know, make really off-handed remarks about it. And that's what I really want to talk about today. One of the reasons that I wanted to share this episode with you is because amongst other things, I work with people to become more confident speakers. But before you even start to speak, you have to do one other thing. And that's value your voice and what you have to say. Because if you don't value your voice and what you have to say, then it'll always come through when you speak. And I think a lot of times we feel like we're taking up too much space, that what we have to say doesn't matter or that people won't value it. We try and rush through things. And I think in that process, we really dismiss ourselves, which is interesting. I was watching a Facebook Live literally yesterday and the person was introducing themselves and their business which was the purpose of the live. It was to introduce the new business. Uh, They said that they had been doing the type of work that they do for 10 years. They've helped businesses grow. And then they said, I've worked with magazines, publishers, yada, yada, yada. And I immediately thought, if you're looking to build credibility, then dismissing or diminishing what you've done before can also make people dismiss or diminish it as well. So as women, I think there are some things that we can really do to start valuing our voice a whole lot more, what we have to say and what we're here to do. And I want to share some of those tips with you in the hope that you can feel more confident in how you show up, talk about what you do and how you serve those around you. So I'm just going to share five tips with you today. It's not going to be five quick tips because (laughs) because I really want this to get through and I really want to make sure that you hear what I'm saying and that it goes in. And so we are going to be diving into these five tips today, five ways you can start to value your voice. So the number one thing is slow down. I do an exercise in my speakers workshop where I role play somebody getting on stage um, and then being really rushed, nervous, not very clear on what they're here to do and what the people in front of them who are listening to them are going to get out of their time together. It's just like a two minute bit that I do. And then I ask the room, how did I make you feel? And the general response 
to that rushed and out of breath and unorganized person that I show them is they felt sorry for me. They felt really unsure that this was going to be a value to them. And they were wondering if they were in the right place. So the point of me sharing that with you is how you show up, the language you use and the pace of your speech determines how the people listening to you are gonna feel. So if you're rushing through things, dismissing your credentials, shortening your tips because you're worried about time, then you're gonna make those listening to you feel like it's not worth their time as well. And I think that this is something that we learn from a really young age basically is to kind of rush. So if you find that you rush through things, you don't really take the time to, you know, share what you've got and then reflect, then I would really practice slowing down your pace. Now it's not about being really slow, but it is about being considered in the way that you talk about things. Number two is explain things and give your audience or community the goods. So as I said, slow down, take the time and respect your audience enough to give them the goods in a way they can absorb what you're sharing with them and and be able to actually take it in. There have been so many times when somebody who I've been watching or listening to has said something really great and then rushed past the details of what they're talking about and I'm left feeling really disappointed. They think that if they get it out quickly and move on, then people will like that better. But another big speaker's tip for you is that the power in your message is in the pace, the pitch, and the presentation of the information you're sharing. So I'm gonna say that again. The power of your message is in the pace, the pitch, and the presentation of the information that you're sharing. So what does that mean? So when you watch a really great speaker, and Lisa Nichols is a great one. If you Google her on YouTube, she is one of the best storytellers out there. But the pace of the story. So when you're reading a book to a child, you don't just rush through and read it all, you know, at the same pace and at the same pitch. You know, you might say, and then Henry had a bear. And when he found that bear, he was so excited. Like we tell a story with pace and pitch and it's how we present. It's how we present ourselves. It's how we verbally present what we're saying. And it's all of those little nuances that make the information that we're sharing really interesting to the people that we're sharing it with. But you have to value your message to take the time to include all of those different things to think about the pace and the pitch and the presentation. So when you value your message, you'll care for it more and you'll put more into it. Now it's not about being long and drawn out, but communicate with people in a real way and not on fast forward. So depending on if you're online or you're physically in a room with people, if you speed through things, then you'll also miss cues from the audience if they're with you or if you've left them behind. So I've had, I've had times when I've been speaking at events, conferences or workshops, and I've paused to allow people to take in what I'm saying. And if I see a look or expression that's questioning, 
then I'll ask, you know, does that make sense? Um, are there any questions at this point? And I've had people that have stopped before and said, oh, actually, Suze, what do you mean by that? Or, you know, can you give me an example of that? And so you really want to make sure that you're picking up on whether people are actually understanding what you're saying as well. So when you're rushing, you miss those cues and then you're really just there for you and not for them. So I think that taking time also means that you're really thinking about your audience and not just about you getting through this in the next five or 10 minutes. Tip number three is to run your own race. And I talk about this on Instagram a bit. So, and if you don't follow me, you can always find me at Suze Chadwick. Uh, But I think we look at what everyone else is doing and we compare ourselves or we try to be, as I talk about, the Me Too brand and copy what we think is working for them. So building a standout brand is about finding your own unique voice, doing things your own unique way and talking about the things that you believe in. So I've always said to my clients that we can all learn the same things. Yeah, all of the information is out there, but it's your view on the world and how you take everything that you learn, even if others know the same information, and it's your thought leadership, your conclusions around it that make what you do, uh, you know, different. So something you may or may not realize is that your opinions of the world are shaped by your experiences, your values and your beliefs. And so it's always, it'll always be different to somebody else's view. So even though I might follow people who have similar values to me, it's their stories, knowledge, experience, and the mix of all of that, that makes them attractive to me. It's not just their successes, but it's their failures or mistakes that also make them great because they've been through it and they've learned along the way. And maybe they've done something before me. And so I'm now learning from what they went through at that time. So if you are in a position where you kind of think, well, you know, there are other people that talk about what I talk about, or, you know, I don't really have anything new to add then I would really question that and say, really? Because I'm sure that your views are different to theirs. I'm sure that your lessons may be different to theirs. And even though you might have some of the same tips, how you communicate, you know, the lessons you've learned and the tips that you have will be very different to how somebody else does it. So really value your voice, your lessons, your own thoughts on things and learn to just share what you have in your own way. Don't try and mimic other people. Just be okay with really learning how to share what you have in your own unique way. So tip number four is take note of your self-talk. And this is a really big one. This is probably one of the biggest ones. So if you're rushing through things, ask yourself why. Why do you feel the need to rush? Do you feel like you're sharing something of value? I'm guessing the answer is yes. Otherwise, you probably wouldn't be doing what you're doing. You wouldn't be sharing it. So if it's a value, then make sure you take the time to really impart whatever it is that you're wanting to share. I found that there's a lot of things from our childhood when I've spoken to different people about it where people felt rushed, you know, like either parents or family were like, you know, get it out. What are you trying to say? Uh, or children should be seen and not heard. I've heard that from some of some of the women that um, I've worked with before as well. 
So I think it is sometimes something that we learn as kids and it's something that I've really had to sit and become really patient with as well is with my kids. You know, them trying to tell me something can take up to 15 minutes because they're trying to find their voice. They're trying to find the words to express themselves. And so I need to value that as well. But I think that if you're struggling with the fact that I need to rush and people are busy and who wants to listen to me, I would really encourage you to dig a little bit deeper and really write down like, why do you feel like that? Where has that come from? Is that a voice of an uncle, a father, a mother? Is it a voice of somebody else that kind of rushed you and said that what you had to say wasn't of value? And I really want you to look at that and see where you think there could be a shift for you and almost an acknowledgement was that that was a long time ago or that wasn't fair. And so that doesn't really reflect who I am now or what I have to say. So if you're finding that your auto response is to rush, get it out, don't bother people, you know, thinking that they don't have the time for this, then you need to start to recognize that and reframe it. There are some podcasts that are long, but the information is so freaking good. And I'm really disappointed when it's over. I will always come back to ones that are a bit longer and continue listening if the story and the lessons and what I'm listening to is really good. So this is where you're building the trust in your brand. It's the fact you're taking time out to connect and share with your audience and really valuing what you're sharing with them is so important because if you don't value it, how can you expect them to value it? And tip number five is really craft your message and share your story. So when you're sharing where you've come from and what you've done before, it's not because you're bragging. <laughs> I just want to make that really clear. Like when you talk about the fact that you may have worked for an agency for 10 years and you've done X, Y, and Z, you're not bragging. It's positioning you as an expert. If you're sharing a story, it's not because you're trying to bore people. Your story has a purpose and it's part of the lesson, lessons you've learned and the journey you've been on. You know, we love stories. It's one of the best ways of communicating lessons learned, you know, what's happened, how you handled it and what you would do next. Another tip I share in my speakers workshop is to look at all of the key themes that you talk about and the content pillars, the tips, etc., that you focus on and build the stories that go around them. So what stories can you share to illustrate your point? Because when we share stories in the content that we share, I find that it's really captivating. You know, when I listen to podcasts and one that I'm addicted to at the moment is how I built this, make sure you go check it out. It's the stories of mega brands. It's like, you know, Bobby Brown and Instagram and uh, Airbnb. And they're not short episodes, but I just want to know what happens. And I want to hear all the intricate details. And I'm so glad that they don't rush that. It's something that I find really valuable. And I think that you've just got to learn to find your voice, share your story and be okay that it takes time. Because if people don't have time, they'll come back to it. If it's not for them, they'll go somewhere else. And that's okay. And once again, I think really learning to value your voice is also about learning to value yourself. 
and really being okay that you will be for some people and that you won't be for others. And if you've got people who are trying to rush you and get you through things quickly, then maybe they're not the people for you. Maybe they're not your tribe. Maybe they're not your audience. You know, if you don't want to rush, if you want to actually give some of your best work and knowledge and the things that you really feel like it's important for you to share this, then I think that you have to make the time to share it as well and be okay with that time and be okay with the pauses and the silence. I think so many times we're worried about the silence in between. And I think sometimes, like I said, the power of your message is in the pace, the pitch and the presentation. So I hope that that's really helped you. I hope that you start to slow down. I hope you start to really recognize the value that you bring to your audience, your customers and value the things that you're sharing and the story that, you know, you've learned and and that you've been through along the way. Because I think that's how we connect is through each other's stories. So if you've got any comments, you've got any questions, let me know. Hit me up in Instagram, DM. You can find me everywhere on all platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, (laughs) at Suze Chadwick. And until our next episode, I hope you have an awesome week. I'm off on holidays this week. I cannot wait. Uh, And I'll see you next time.